Welcome to the Aerospace Executive Podcast, featuring in-depth conversations with executives, leaders, influencers, and journalists in this dynamic, high-stakes industry. Hosted by Craig Pickett, founder of Northstar Group, the boutique executive search firm for the aerospace industry. You'll learn how top aerospace executives are developing their people, competing for talent, overcoming challenges, and adjusting to industry trends to drive growth and profits. And now, let's join your host, Greg Pickett. So I'm sitting here with my friend Drake Massa, who is a, uh, a junior at the University of North Carolina, Wilmington. And um, for a forum, I had the Aerospace Executive Podcast, which is really a business podcast. Some people may say, hey, why, why are we, why, why are you interviewing a a junior in college who doesn't you know, know a whole lot about business. And, and I think the answer is, um, I'm really excited about the next generation that's coming up behind all of us. So, uh, hey Drake, how are you? I'm doing well, I uh, can't complain, it's a Friday. It's Friday, it's all day, the sun's shining, so it's all good. But uh, So when I first met you, yes, sir. Um, you told me a story that you and your brother had. Mm -hmm. You started a business. When you're what, 15 years old? Yeah, my brother was 15. I was probably 12. Um, it started with me with I went to my neighbor's yard and she had a gorgeous property and um, I wanted a way to help start pay for my baseball and my brother wanted a way to buy a truck. So um, he approached my dad and he said, Hey, I want a car. How do I what are you going to get me? And he said he just started laughing at him. He said, What are you going to buy is what he basically said. So my brother and I we kind of started going around to neighbors and trying to find ways to start making some money. So I went to my neighbor, Miss Cheryl, and I picked up her pine cone and she gave me like 20 bucks. And my brother found a pretty cool niche through his best friend at the time, about, and still best friend, um, about mulch. And so that was kind of something that we really started really going after. And so we kind of started a landscape business and he kind of went after anything and everything to make money. And um, I kind of just saw it through the years. And when he went off to college, I bought off his assets and took over and went from there. It, what was the goal? What was your goal when, yeah. you, when you guys said your goal, your goal was to start a truck? Mm -hmm. Our goal was to buy a truck and help pay for baseball because baseball is expensive and, and then, trucks are expensive. And then what did your goal morph into? Yeah, it, um, it turned into every year basically just doing better than the previous. And then this last year, I hit 100,000 in total sales since we started. So it was a pretty cool accomplishment. I was driving back from, um, I, we did the business in North Atlanta in Roswell, Georgia. And um, I was driving back one day over the summer and I just started looking over my Excel spreadsheet of all the years of my accounting for it or whatever you want to call it. And I was like, holy cow, I just surpassed a hundred thousand dollars. And it was, it was pretty cool. Yeah, and you're what, 20, 20 I just turned, 20, I'm 20, turning 22 in March. So 21. 21 years old. You started a little business, you made a hundred thousand bucks, enough to pay for your Enough to buy your truck and pay for college. Got my truck paid for in the parking lot. You got That's got to be a pretty proud accomplishment. It, it is. It, I'm. I am pretty proud of it. Um, I never really thought much of it until I kind of really started listening to people spending the average car payment in America is four hundred and fifty-five dollars a month. So I was like, oh my gosh, I couldn't imagine. I mean, paying five hundred dollars a month just to drive a car like that's. So I I learned a lot of good valuable lessons and saving up to buy a car in cash was definitely one of the big ones. So where did you learn? So, you, you know, you got the entrepreneurial spirit, you mm -hmm. figured out how to make some money. Mm -hmm. Where did all that come from? Yeah, um, I'm really thankful just for the opportunities my parents taught me. Um, my dad always did these things he would call life lessons. And it 
started out when I was a young kid and that first little job I talked about, I got 20 or whatever it was dollars. And I came home as a 12 year old proud. And he was like, awesome. Made 20 bucks. Give me 10 for taxes. And that's kind of how he taught me about taxes. And I was like, well, this sucks. I mean, I don't want to do this. And he eventually get the money back. But at the time I was like, okay, there's life less than what you make. You have to help contribute. And then down the road, it was help contribute by for the family lunch one day when I made a, when I closed a big sale for one of my jobs. He, we were at Chick-fil-A the next afternoon. He was like, Drake, you're up to buy. You just made a big sale or whatever. And then moved on to the truck was buying a truck and X, Y, Z, just a lot of good, just valuable life lessons that really helped shape me into who I am. And so dad's a hardworking guy, very hardworking guy. Um, he, he's one of the harder working people I know, just everything he does. He's would always, he would always be up before I would even think about getting up and he would always be in the computer working when we're in bed, but he also would find a ways to always be there. He not always, but as much as he can. And it was, it was always pretty cool that he would make as many events as he could, but I also saw that he worked his butt off 24-7, which was pretty cool as well. So a lot of parental, you know, a lot of parental influence guy. Your dad works huge. hard. Mm-hmm. He instills that on you. Mm-hmm. My mom as well. You're yeah. working hard. Mm-hmm. You're paying for your own. How much you're, how much you're contributing to your own college? Yes. Yeah, so the way we did it was um, my parents had XYZ set out for me. Um, and then basically when that ran up, it was all me. So it kind of uh, – I found a lot of ways to get awesome scholarships once I was in school by just asking the um, asking the financial aid office if they can find money for a completely independent college student. Um, I when I moved out way after I graduated, the way our family works is when you're 18 and you're, you're kind of a man and you're off on your own. So we, um, of course, it would help me out here and then. But uh, I was independent, so I'm a resident here now, and I pretty much pay for all the schooling by my by myself essentially, and it was it's pretty cool. Yeah, be proud of that. I'm very proud of it. So yeah, we, um, he helped me out a little bit this last semester and he sent me a text the other day saying that, Hey, between you and myself are all paid for. So I was like, yeah, it's pretty cool. So, so, they, so, he, so that he really did pay back the taxes. Yeah. yeah he, he helps, he helps out. So it's, uh, it's, it, it was pretty cool. My, um, my brother just graduated last December with his master's from upstate and his goal was when he was going to college was to graduate debt free. And, um, that's my goal as well. And, he, um, I spoke with him about it the other day. He's like, yeah, I did it debt free. And, you know, of course he worked his butt off to do it. And it was, it was a pretty cool goal. It's, he's kind of taking initiative and I'm trying as well to kind of prevent the big problem we have, which is that huge national college debt. Yeah, no, it, it drives me nuts. I mean, that, uh, the you know, kids are getting themselves eighty, hundred thousand dollars thousand dollars in debt mm-hmm. and coming out of college with this huge burden on mm-hmm. them around their and. A lot of times in a degree that is relatively pointless. It's, so what's your, what do you study? Yeah. So um, I'm a double concentration. So overall it's a business administration with a concentration in finance and um, marketing sales right now. Those are the two concentrations I'm going for. Um, but the second one's up in the air. I'm, I've considered a few others, but I'm pretty positive. Those are the two I'm sticking with. And you're working now, you're going to school. How many, you're going to school full-time. Correct. I'm a full-time student. Um, full load. And then you've got. A, essentially a full-time job as well. Um, I, in February, one of the life lessons my dad taught me just growing up was if you want something, reach out to the person professionally and go through that way. Um, and so I reached out to probably 20 construction work, um, companies in the Wilmington area. And I basically them reach out to their head project manager or the head guy of the company and just ask for a chance to talk to them about the business. And cause that's one of the two careers I'm interested in going in and just an opportunity just to learn from how they started and X, Y, Z. 
Um, so the company I work for, I, I asked them out to coffee and they spoke with them for about two hours and they gave me a chance to work with them. So I recently, they just told me I'm now a project manager with them. So project I'm pretty, manager doing what? Um, all operations in the residential part. Um, so the main project manager is Levi and, um, he's 23. This is his fourth year doing it. And basically he kind of told me I'm going to be leading more of the residential, some more of this, um, our spec houses and stuff like that. So all aspects of so it. You're building, so you're building custom homes. Correct. We're doing that as well. Um, so that's, that's where I'm, I'm in charge of helping setting up the scheduling and budgeting and designing and X, Y, Z and getting it all worked out. How many hours a week are you doing that? Um, anywhere from 20 to 30, depending on, um, availability. Um, I take 18 hours at the university as well. Um, and then I, on the side, try to do a little additional little carpentry type projects that I'm trying to eventually start into a fun little side hustle of selling twin size porch swings and little coffee tables and stuff like that, that I've found a little success with over a couple of years selling them. So wait a minute, you're, you're taking 18 hours of school, yes, which sir. is about the min maximum you can take. Without, that is the maximum. Maximum you can take without Dean's, without Dean's approval. Mm -hmm. You work at 20 to 30 hours a week, and a, mm -hmm. essentially almost a full-time job. Yes, sir. You're doing your homework. What kind of grades are you make? Um, every semester I have improved. This last semester I got a 3.3, and I'm hoping to hit a 3.5 this semester. That's my goal. So my cumulative GPA is the a B. Yeah, A, B. Yeah, correct, yeah. correct. So getting A's and B's. More A's than B, yes, sir, is the goal. And, and doing it all. So what do you what do you tell on your other students about uh, what are you teaching your other your 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 other brethren about keeping it all together and the, the business yeah and the business side of it. That's why I'm kind of thankful that I'm not the first child. I'm the second because my brother did it all. He I mean he was even more impressive than I was. He graduated a semester early and straight into the business um, master's program and graduated that early and he worked just as much if not more. So I mean it's. I always just kind of view it as there's always someone out doing it a little bit better, a little bit better. So it's just kind of, kind of motivated. Where's your brother working now? Um, my brother's a merchandising buyer with Walmart. So he moved out there in um, February 1st, I think he started. So he's working that right now. And the goal is to become a buyer in the coming years. So I think he just received a new role doing basically the finance part of the buying aspect. Um, so more planning and stuff like that. So he's, um, I visited him in June and kind of saw the whole facilities in Walmart and all that was. And it was, it was pretty cool seeing how the largest company in the world operates and how they treat everyone. And it really changed my whole perception of Walmart. In what way? Um, so just, I always kind of just viewed Walmart kind of, I don't know, just, it's just kind of there. And then next thing I know, I just saw how they really do care about the customers and everything they do is they're really trying to help, um, you know, create low prices for the customers and be the best they can. And just kind of find what Mr. Sam would do and everything that, um, that would just try to really help the customers. For instance, I was walking around the shop and uh, the, their stores and they were just was so friendly, so helpful. And it was just, it really just kind of changed my, my view on how, how Walmart is, and it was it was just kind of neat. Yeah, I mean, look, I think that yeah, every time somebody, every time a politician criticizes Walmart, mm -hmm. you know, they they forget about all the all the Lord. brain all the brain power that's behind the scenes that they don't save mm -hmm. the, the transportation, the trucking, the logistics, and the buyers, and you know, um, yeah, it's easy it's easy to criticize when mm -hmm. when, you're, when you're not in 
not there when you're when you're not in the uh, in the game. Were you so you, you did something? You just talked about something when you when you went to go get your job. Yes, sir. You stepped out of your comfort zone, and how did you get your job? Yeah, um, so it started out originally. Um, I would reach out. I'd show up on their doorstep, basically, with my resume, and I had my landscape company on my resume and the little construction projects I've done. And my dad worked for DeWalt and Stanley Block & Decker for a good amount of time, so I always had tools around the house, and we were always problem just fixing stuff and building stuff. So I've always had a passion for that. So um, I'd, I'd reach out to places and want to learn just how the building process worked. Um, so I'd show up to the larger companies. I'm like, hey, I'm, here's me. It's what I want to do. And how can you help me? And then a lot of them, probably 95% of them basically told me just they're not looking and leave essentially. And so I found more success when I reached out to people and asked to talk to them about the business opposed to asking for an opportunity of a job. Mm -hmm. So um, I reached out to the people at Elm Builders and they, I said, hey, I would love a chance to sit over coffee or breakfast or whatever and just talk about what you do. And so that's what they did. So they met me at a coffee shop and we spoke for two hours just about the overall business. And I never asked once for an opportunity to work and they just asked me for a chance to work. So that was come on board. And exactly. How long, yeah. you been, how long have you been doing that? Um, February 16th is when I lunch with so them. Long, so, I started the so next Monday. Eight months, about eight months. Yep. Ago. Eight months. Yes, sir. You stick with it for a while? Yeah. I've really enjoyed it so far. I was talking with him the other day about how I've really enjoyed and they gave me more responsibility and it's i've enjoyed it so yeah what's the goal after graduation goal after graduation um that's something that my parents were talking with over this weekend and um and i would love to continue doing this type of project management for a resident for construction but um another thing that it's more of a stretch goal of mine is to be a sports agent so athletes financial advisor essentially um that's more of a stretch goal for me um, and the more realistic goal is to continue doing what I'm doing with the residential construction and grow that from there. Maybe switch over to a little commercial or X, Y, Z. So that's the, that's the finance degree? Correct. That's the finance degree with the sales and marketing? Correct. Yes, sir. So that's that's what I would enjoy. That's pretty cool. Um, UNCW, treating you well? What yeah. You, what, tell me about the business program over there. The business program, um, I'm a huge advocate of. I think the coolest thing they offer is the SIN Mentoring Program. It's the... Um, Cameron Executive Network is what it stands for, and it's um, how I actually got to meet you, and I'm very thankful for it. I think it's a real cool opportunity how they match people and the executives in the area with mentors and teach them how to go throughout the process and just kind of be an awesome little helping hand. So it's, I've, I'm really thankful for the business opportunity. So let's flip the script a little bit. Okay. So companies are looking for their next generation of workers. Yes, sir. It's going to be a competitive market. Yes, sir. What do they need to do to get, what does a company need to do to get the best and brightest out of each of the, the business programs or out of the universities? Yeah, um, from my experience, not if it's a more prestigious school or not, is that doesn't correlate to the best type of student. Um, what attracts you to a company versus you go, no, I don't wanna work there? Um, that's a good question. What attracts me just, I think, I mean, of course, their culture, who they are, what they're doing on the product, they're, selling or doing whatever it is um just how they kind of go about their line of work is but what would attract me to someone um but i'm not i'm not too sure have you ever looked at anybody and said no nah, that's 
Have you ever looked at somebody and said, yeah, absolutely, those are the guys I want to be? Yeah, yeah, I definitely you, have. And, and then have you looked at other companies and said, no, Don't want to not, do, a yeah. prayer, not a prayer? Yeah, definitely. What, what was so good about the company that you wanted to be, mm -hmm. where you wanted to be? What did you like about that? Um, Just a similar alignment of how I look on stuff and how I perceive them looking on the stuff and how they are doing X, Y, Z to help their business and how stuff that I would want to be a part of and put my name to. Um, That's probably how I would how I would look into companies and how I would want to be a part of that or not is just their overall outlook on key topics. Are they giving you the opportunity? Are they, are they giving you opportunities or are they throwing you in a corner and saying, come out and we tell you? Yeah. Um, they have a lot of, and through the business school, there are a lot of little opportunities where you can go out and meet different businesses and people come in career fairs and X, Y, Z. And um, so, yeah, there's a lot of opportunities just seeing Jobs. What, what turned you off about some of the companies? Um, the, the representation of the person going out sometimes, maybe just um, how they kind of perceive themselves or how they're looking at students or stuff. How do you, anybody, uh, anybody that really, yeah, like, was it a, just a, hey, I, I think I'd be bored there by the way they presented themselves. I mean, what are, yeah, what are the, I guess what I'm trying to get, what are, what are kids in college looking for? What, are what, they, what, what do they want to, what do they want to see in a company and what do they want? You know, what's the, what's the core values? Yeah. Um, I was definitely say the big thing they're looking for is chance where they can work and they feel part of the organization and not just the young guy in the group. Um, somewhere they can feel free to go out and voice their opinion. And for me coming from an entrepreneur type of mindset, I would want to have somewhere where I can have more growth oriented. Um, so definitely something like that um, somewhere that, from you have a chance to move around and feel like you're making a big impact opposed to just the new guy on the block who's just doing the busy paperwork. Just showing up for a paycheck. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So making it where it feels like there's a, you know, you're making a, taking a better step forward and you're kind of doing better. And Are people, are people coming to campus with those opportunities to say be a part of something great? Yeah, um, I would definitely say so. I personally haven't attended too many of the, the career fair um, opportunity so far um, just because it never aligned with my schedule for me when it come to them. Um, but yeah, there's definitely a ton of opportunities of people really going out, going to college. And that's how a lot of my friends that are just finished graduating and starting their first real year out is that's how they're finding their jobs. And that's how my brother found his opportunity and a lot of his friends are finding their opportunities and it's from meeting people and then internships and going through there. So what's the goal? You got a semester and a half left. Correct. I have a semester and a half left. Um, I'm going to continue. My goal is every semester do better than the previous. So continue going from there. And, um, and then once graduation comes and um, walk across the line and make the decision, if I'm going to keep hanging out and doing what I'm doing with locally with the residential construction here, or go find a new other opportunity or go from there. Um, I haven't really got, there yet so i'm still kind of tossed that one up in the air and juggling it you sort of looked after graduation i definitely what's, what's the goal what's the what's the goal what's the goal yeah i what's definitely have i definitely have been looking down the road um there's a lot of opportunities i was looking last week about opportunities and different sectors um of different business opportunities and stuff like that for instance i was looking at um a big thing my brother told me about was how recently a lot of supply chain is way more um useful and way more jobs being looked for. And I've, I've looked at some opportunities in that with internships with pretty large companies um, 
and going through there. So um, I'm kind of tossing that around and trying to figure out this summer what my opportunity will be for either internship or continue to build a project management I'm doing here and go from there. So that's the, the goal. The bottom line is you can just continue to grow what you do with Elm Builders and, mm -hmm. and keep it going and turn it into a full-time career, right? Exactly. So yeah, they, um, they want me to do more and more and more. So it's just, that's kind of how I'm at right now. What do you enjoy about the construction side of that? Um, I enjoyed not doing the same thing every single day. So I like something new and I kind of can use a little creativity and, um, I, I personally really like seeing you can really make an impact. You can see the impact and you can really expand it. Um, and I feel like that's very applicable in um, construction. You can really see what you did and you can see how you can grow it more and more and do more. And that's part of how I would look at it. Um, starting doing my landscaping, this is kind of 10 times bigger than that and aspects of type of job. And I think that's kind of cool is taking that and something that I can do and, do myself or with and go from there. So you, it sounds to me like you kind of got a little bit of entrepreneurial. Yeah. A little bit of entrepreneurial. Is that uh, something like that? Good for you. What does a company need to do? We'll finish it up here. What does a company need to do to attract? I mean, if I'm at USCW and I say, I want the top 10%. Totally. What do they got to do? What they got to do? Um, they definitely need to, you know, show up to try to find those students. Of course, that's the obvious answer, but um, have, open opportunities and just I'm not sure just reach out to this try to find who fits your best needs um I think whenever I'm a big advocate listen to Dave Ramsey and something that he was on a podcast the other week and something that he spoke with Ben Shapiro was about this generation my generation and hiring and Dave said it's been the best generations ever hired because there's two people and they stick out really easily if you're a good hard worker or you're not and so I think it's pretty relatively pretty easy looking about my peers about who's going to be that good hard worker that you want to have a part of your organization and who's not i think relatively they stick out pretty easily um so just having the face-to-face -face interaction with the students that whatever it is and find those top 10 percent is um i'd probably say the best way to hire those top students is give them the opportunity give them, yeah give them the opportunity because they'll you'll, you'll see pretty easily if they're good or bad just from talking with a lot of them gotcha. Thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. I had a good time All doing right, it. Man. Sounds good.